0: This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 152. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I'm your host, Kelly Hurst.
1: (laughs) For some reason, I want to laugh. Why? I don't know.
0: This is Brett Hurst. (laughs) And we're marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level.
1: I'm sorry that I did not come with a professional attitude to this. Oh, it's
0: quite all right. You and I are on cough medicine right now. so uh, I'm just hoping we can get through this entire episode without coughing our heads off.
1: Well, so far, so good.
0: <laughs> well, today's episode is called Bids for Connection.
1: Bids for Connection.
0: Bids for Connection. Surprise, surprise. This is a concept developed and tested by... Dr. John Gottman and his research team, who we quote many, 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 many times. Bids for Connection is a great concept, and I'm so glad that they kind of discovered this in their research. It's something that we've taught for years to couples, but it's just really one of those tried and true things that... No matter how many times you talk about it, you realize, oh, this is really an important nugget for relationships.
1: It's something that's universal to relationships. Yeah.
0: So let's first ask the question, what is a bid for connection?
1: Would you please unpack that?
0: I'd be happy to. It's any attempt from one partner to the other partner for attention, appreciation, affection, or any other positive way of connecting.
1: So that's a pretty broad list of categories there.
0: Yeah. It's just, you know, we as human beings do this kind of naturally because we are wired for connection.
1: We're made to be in relationship Absolutely. with one another. Yeah.
0: I mean, and this is just not just talking marriage. Yeah. This is just in general. Relationships. But certainly in marriage, we are wired to be connected to each other. And so there are times when we are going to reach out for Some type of connection, whether it be, and a bid for connection is is when we're wanting to connect in a positive way.
1: So, being connected in marriage is kind of the whole idea. Absolutely, it's kind of the foundation of being married.
0: Duh. Yeah,
1: I mean, it is a duh, but it's amazing how frequently the inability to respond correctly to these bids shows up in marriage. Totally. It showed up in our marriage from time to time.
0: Well, yeah, this is this is universal yeah, for sure. Right. So let's break this down a little bit. So when a bid is offered, and we're going to talk a little bit about maybe what that looks like, but there are generally, according to Gottman's research, three ways of responding to a bid.
1: Okay. Just so that we're clear in our presentation here, what is a bid? A bid a is... A bid
0: is when one partner attempts to connect Uh with their partner in a positive way for attention, appreciation, affection, or some other type of positive connection. So
1: that could be just kind of asking a a leading question that might invite somebody into a conversation conversation. For deeper connection. Uh Uh-huh.
0: It can be anything. It can be verbal. It can be nonverbal. Uh-huh. It can be sexual. It can be non-sexual. Uh-huh. We'll unpack that in just a little bit, but let's talk about the three ways of how we respond to a bid for connection. Okay.
1: So a bid goes out, three things can happen.
0: Right. You either ignore the bid. Okay. Which is what Gottman calls turning away from your partner. The second way is to reject the bid. Uh Uh-huh which is what he calls turning against. So we have turning away, which is ignoring. We have turning against, which is outright rejecting the bid.
1: Yeah, those seem to be close cousins.
0: They are close cousins, but we're going to talk about that in just a second. Okay. And then the positive way to respond is to turn toward the bid. Right. So. It's easy if you kind of lay this out as like a real life example. So let's say the two of you are tooling around in your living room or in the kitchen or something. And one of you says, hey, we should do something tonight.
1: Okay, there's your bid.
0: Yeah, there's the bid. Now, that person may not even necessarily realize they're making a bid.
1: The person who said that. Exactly. Right.
0: It may just be like they're just wanting to connect, but they may not even be completely in touch with the fact that they're making an actual bid. Right. But that is a bid. Okay, we should do something tonight, right? Uh
1: Could just be an impulsive comment.
0: Yeah. So if we were to lay out what each of the bid responses would look like, turning away
1: the ignoring,
0: turning away, the ignoring would look like what? Just not responding at all. Yeah. Yeah. Just acting like the person didn't even say anything.
1: Right. Yeah. Just not even acknowledging that yeah. that was said.
0: What about turning against a bid? What would that look like?
1: Yeah. And so this is where the close cousin thing comes in uh-huh. is it might look the same,
0: maybe, Yeah. but
1: maybe it's verbalizing though and saying, no, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Or I've got other things to do. Or, or
0: we can't afford it. Yeah. Okay. You know, and just kind of shutting down the offer. Okay. But then turning toward a bid might look like, that sounds good. What do you want to do? What do
1: you have in mind? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or even if the truth is you can't afford it, maybe saying something like, well, we can't really afford to spend any money, but you want to go do something that doesn't cost anything?
1: Yeah. Let's you figure know? something out. Yeah. Right, we're moving towards each other.
0: Right. So that kind of, lays out the three ways, you know, a little bit more specifically of what that looks like.
1: Okay. So this is like when Darrell Royal, the famous Texas coach.
0: Oh, good. We get football.
1: Said that when you pass the football, three things can happen and two of them are bad.
0: <laughs> That's good.
1: This is like that.
0: Well, what are the th- three things when you pass the football? Well,
1: you tell me. Three, uh, you, you catch it. Yeah, so that's a reception.
0: Okay. That's a good thing. That's turning toward the bid. Right. Uh, You drop it.
1: You drop it. That's right. Or it's incomplete.
0: Or you don't catch it at all. Is that the...
1: Well, the the third option is it gets intercepted. Oh,
0: that would be like the turning against, I guess.
1: But my point in bringing it up (laughs) is that two of the three things are bad. Yes. Yeah. So we're, we're looking for a completed pass here.
0: Yeah. So here's the thing. Let let me share the statistic, because this is a fascinating statistic. I've always been so impressed by this. Gottman did a study years ago with newlyweds over the course of six years, Uh kind of watched them and stayed tethered to them for six years. At the six-year mark, couples who stayed happily married turned toward each other 86% of the time.
1: I'm not surprised.
0: I mean, that's a pretty high percentage when you're talking about six years of spending time together. Right. The couples who divorced during the six years only turned toward each other 33% of the time.
1: And that's interesting. So a third of the time they are turning towards each other. Yeah. But they still get divorced.
0: But it's not very much. It's only a third of the time. Yeah,
1: because two thirds of the time they're not.
0: Right. So what that says to me is that to turn toward bids means you've got to be paying attention.
1: Well, and it also gives you the indication that you've got to be turning towards each other virtually all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Not not obsessively. Yeah. This is not a codependent relationship we're growing out <laughs> right. there. But you got into this to be fully committed to one another. So it's going to take that type of focus and priority.
0: Yeah. And I think it's you know, this is one of those things where it's helpful to learn about yourself and about your spouse, about how your spouse typically makes bids. Uh What type of bids usually are they? Uh Are they verbal bids usually or nonverbal bids? Right. You know, because that takes a little finesse and nuance is to, you know, discover how your partner kind of reaches out.
1: So recognizing it is important. You don't want to be guilty of going, was that a bid?
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you know, there's a way of being like a verbal statement like we used a minute ago. Uh Hey, we should go do something tonight. You know, that's an obvious statement.
1: That's a verbal bid.
0: But then there's things like just reaching out to hold your partner's hand.
1: That's a nonverbal bid. That's
0: a nonverbal bid, but it's still a bid. Right. And so we've got to be thinking about turning toward each other verbally and nonverbally as well.
1: So can you apply those three, uh, Potential responses to that nonverbal bid of reaching out to hold hands? How would that be ignored?
0: Well, to ignore it, I suppose, would just be to not hold the person's hand, to act like a dead fish.
1: Okay. Or just, just not notice it.
0: Not notice it, yeah. Perhaps. Maybe to turn against would be just like to literally push their hand away yeah, or something. Yeah, pull your
1: hand away. Yeah. Like, no, not yeah. interested. Right. To respond positively would be mm-hmm. to hold hands.
0: Yeah, to hold hands. As
1: a sidebar, you always had. A specific coaching routine for me on the holding hands thing. when Well, we
0: were, it's it's only when we're walking somewhere. This is when we
1: were dating, particularly. You're yeah. like, don't hold my hand this way. Well,
0: it's because you and I are, you're very tall. I'm not, I mean, I'm tall for a woman, but I'm not as tall as you. And so when we hold hands, we're at this kind of weird angle. But also like if I have rings on, there's a way I need you to hold my hand so that my, it's not like squishing my fingers and rings.
1: Okay. <laughs> so... Sometimes the interlocking <laughs> yeah. element of holding hands, right. sometimes you're okay with it, sometimes you're not. Yeah,
0: like if we're, you know, just sitting somewhere or just, you know, standing somewhere, then we interlock the fingers. But if we're walking somewhere, it's easier for me to hold your hand, like not interlocking the fingers. Okay, I can well, believe we're good. spending this much time on this no, conversation. No, but this
1: is important, I think, because, you know, what if I put the bit out? Yeah. To do an interlocking hand-holding yeah. routine, and it helps for you to explain what you just said. Like, oh, no, that hurts my—because that is yeah. how you got it across to me that I'm not rejecting your bid. Right. That I can do this if we do it this way.
0: Exactly. Like, if if you reached out to interlock my fingers and I just pulled away— right. That would be a different than me going, oh, let me let me hold your hand this way. Then I'm like, you know?
1: what's wrong with her? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we've got verbal and nonverbal bids, and we've got to learn how to be attuned to those. But then we've got overt and subtle bids. Okay. My favorite story of this is a couple that told us once that he was talking about how they would go on these road trips. They like to go on, you know, just tool around through Texas.
1: Husband and wife.
0: Husband and wife. And whenever they would stop somewhere for gas or just a convenience store or something like that, she would often say, you want me to get you a Coke? (laughs) And he said for years, he would just be like, no, I don't don't want one. Yeah. And he said later on when they were kind of unpacking bids and so forth, Uh she said to him one day, she goes, when I ask you if you want a Coke, I'm really saying I want a Coke. (laughs) And he goes, Oh, like he it just didn't even dawn on him that that's what she was asking. You're right. And then he said, once I knew that, then every time we stopped when she would say, you want a Coke? He would go, well, I don't really want one, but you want me to go get you one? (laughs) You know,
1: Clarification of Uh, the bid.
0: uh, The the Coke bid. Yeah, the Coke bid. But yeah, I mean, not everyone is great about being specific and overt about their bids. Yeah true. And so all the more reason we have to be sort of watching and studying our spouse so that we can respond to those bids.
1: Well, and like we say virtually every day in this marriage work that we do, communication is always critical. How Huge. how you do it, how often you do it, paying attention to how you're saying things and so forth. Yeah. If you want to help one another get good at bids or anything else, how you communicate is important.
0: Yeah. And, and to even talk specifically about as a couple, what are typical bids that I make that Mm. I, maybe I think sometimes you don't catch, you know, or overlook like just the Coke thing, like her just saying, I would really love it when I suggest it. If you would say this, once he knew that, then of course he wanted to respond that way because he loves her, you know, didn't want to overlook a bid.
1: He might even drink a few Cokes.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, paying attention to bids is key. Watching, free, free closely, plugs for Coca Cola here. <laughs> listening and responding. You know, it's just one more tool again mm-hmm. of how we can get better at this. Because, again, I don't think most of us instinctively know how to do this. You know, but it's helpful to have some things we can get our arms around, tools and such.
1: And as we've said about so many other components of connection, even over years of marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been married over 36 years, and couples that have been married 20 or more years
0: mm-hmm.
1: still learn this stuff all the time. Yeah. You know, just because you've been together forever doesn't mean you know how to nuance all these different
0: exactly mannerisms yeah and sometimes it's even when you've been together a long time and you've been in unhelpful patterns or even harmful patterns sometimes it's hard to turn that ship around not impossible Uh but being together a long time can also get us even more set in our ways of unhelpful patterns and such
1: so it sounds like what we're saying is Paying attention to bids is what's critical, it's key.
0: And turning toward them. And turning
1: towards each other. Yes.
0: Well, if you would like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. And if you're enjoying Marriage to the Max, help us keep it going. Who wouldn't be enjoying this? By supporting Home Encouragement. We're on cough medicine, we're on drugs,
1: (laughs) we're on meds. Just
0: go to homeencouragement.org and click the donate button. Any amount will help. And also, we would love it if you would rate us and write a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening to that helps more people find the Marriage to the Max podcast. Well, thanks so much for listening today. And until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all.